0: This is the Busy Mama podcast. I'm Ebony Forsyth, and in this podcast, I'm unearthing the stories that lie beneath some of Australia and New Zealand's favorite mother-made brands we know and love. Like birth stories, but brand stories. This podcast won't be about haranguing the hustle, but keeping it real when it comes to the beautiful chaos that is creating and managing brands, babies, and everything in between. These are the stories of creation, ones to inspire, ones to celebrate and ones to build connection from. You are listening to episode five, the story of Morgan Fitzner, creator of the River Vista, Mother of Harmony. All right, Morgie Fitzner.
1: Hello, Miss Hello. thank you so much for
0: having me. I'm very excited to have you. Um, we're obviously very familiar with each other, so I'm going to have to try and put my stranger cap on and pretend I don't know you. <laughs> but um, do you want to, just before we dive into your life, do you want to just kind of explain who you are and what biz you have, well, businesses, I should
1: say? Gosh, Okay, uh my name is Morgs. It feels completely weird to be on Zoom talking to you because <laughs> obviously we're quite good friends and um yeah, I'm very new to this uh this thing. But yeah uh, we, so we live in the Riverland, which is about three hours out of Adelaide. Um Ed's just grown up here, I've grown up here. Um a bit about me, I guess. Um Yeah, I just love the Riverland. I love where we live, and um, we live in a quite a magical spot up on top of a beautiful cliff overlooking the Murray River. So, we're super lucky where we live, and I guess um, the River Vista stemmed from that. So, I have um, an accommodation property next to our home here on the cliff. Um, The River Vista. Vista, That's I guess my original little biz, my introduction to business life yeah um and then after that came um a second property riverbush which is down the road and then i've also started at pilates studio in the meantime yeah while introducing our first little bubba to the world Harvey little money <laughs> Little money Moo Moo. yeah so, Yeah. it's been a, a busy few months and life's changed pretty quickly Far but out, yeah, hasn't it
0: yes. yeah. yeah so, so yeah i'm gonna try and like remember that like people don't know like that we're like friends because I feel like I might get carried away with
1: going <laughs> like, a little Going a little tangent. Like, who is this who? Here?
0: What? Yeah. So pretty much, morgues and I had babies at the same time. So we've been friends for quite a while beforehand. I've witnessed Morgs go through the ebbs and flows of figuring out what she wants to do with her life. And then, yeah, we kind of like fell pregnant at like pretty much the same time. So, Bali and Moni like, literally, are exactly literally exactly. the same time. <laughs> and it was two and a half weeks difference between the girls, I think. So, when we were pregnant, yep. there was like what was there, five weeks between us?
1: I think? Yep, something like that.
0: Yeah, five weeks between us. And they were born, yeah, two and a half weeks between them both. So, It's just the coolest. And we both had girls. Morgs didn't know what she was going to have. I'm going to, I feel like I'm already spoiling all the conversations. Anyway.
1: You're so fine. So uh, (laughs) you went went, uh, a week late and I was in planned induction two weeks earlier, a little bit more than that actually. Yeah. So it brought the gap back in.
0: Yeah, so they're nice and close. Two little girls are going to be besties. It's just like the weirdest, craziest, awesomest thing ever. But anyway, before we get into all of that and like current life and all the things let's start at the very beginning for Morg so I want to get like the full picture of Morgie's life I we've done a bit done a bit (laughs) I think like I've always known you and been somewhat familiar and friends with you growing up like in I guess primary school that's when I kind of knew of you but Mm -hmm. we probably begun being good really close friends what I reckon
1: only sort of five or a little bit more years five ago or something
0: years ago yeah mm-hmm. kind of out of high, just out of high school we didn't go to high school from together primary so
1: school, I did high school at a different place than you yeah. so then I also went away and lived in Adelaide a little bit with sport and then yeah came back so yeah we sort of yeah knew each other young separated a little bit and then
0: yeah so got- pretty much my I'm familiar with your story from yeah probably five years ago so I want to know, like, obviously, I know a little bit, but I want you to get more specific. Let's talk about Morgie before business, before babies, before I even knew you. Let's talk about teenhood, Morgie. Tell me about her.
1: Oh, my God. This is fun. How Um, fun. So, all right. Teenhood me. Wow. Okay. So, I... So after high school, I started high school, um, locally, like within the Riverland, I went to Loxton high school, Ed was over in Remark. Um, I did a couple of years there and then I started to get a little bit serious, uh, more serious with golf. Random, That's right. More fact, yeah. a golfer. Um, yeah. my Nana actually introduced me to the sport and was dragging me out to the course in school holidays and things. And, um. I didn't really enjoy it but yeah. I, I mean at the time but then but I started to get a little bit better at it yeah I started to get a little bit better at it so I ended up wanting to move down to Adelaide um, so I moved down there at around 15. Um, so generally I've been out of home since 15 um, yeah. which was quite young but it, it meant that I got my independence quite early so mm. Yeah, I moved down there and I um, was a member at the Grange Golf Club, went to Henley High School um, and, yeah, basically lived in the, near the course. I rode my bike there because I didn't have my licence, um, rode my bike to school and then to golf. Um, so, yeah, I spent um, a couple of my teen years down there. Um, that meant that I did grow up quite quickly, I think, because I yeah. sort of had to do everything for myself and... Um, You know, I remember I used to get $50 to last me the week and I had to fill up my car and like now $50, I can't even buy a bag of groceries. It's ridiculous. But the things I could do with that $50, it went so far.
0: Oh, I was exactly Um, the same. Like you kind of calculated how many like coffees you could get or like. I get this much Honestly, fuel that I'll save this much for my coffee. Far
1: I'm out. Leftover left over for yeah. some um, double blacks or something on the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Teen Hood Me was, yeah, down in Adelaide um, golfing. And then I finished school down there. And basically, I wanted to move back home the minute I finished school. I wasn't... You loved home. I didn't want to... Yeah, I loved home. Home was where I grew up. And it's too good here, you know? Like, yeah where we are it's our own little town but we have everything we need we mm. the river and I guess we had such a good childhood here so
0: yeah Morgan and I both running. had like strong river like like childhoods on the river so we're very connected to the to yeah. the river yeah
1: I guess a lot of people that do grow up here they, you know, if you want to finish school and they want to go to the city. I mean, naturally, we don't have universities here, so naturally, a lot of the um, kids that finish school head up to uni and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and they can't wait to leave the area. But basically, I just wanted to get straight back. Um, and yeah, I mean, over the years, there's become more and more stuff here, which we'll get into. There's. Um, yeah. We've got so many opportunities here at the moment, so we are super lucky. But, it is what you make but, of it, uh, isn't it?
0: Small town life. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, back to where we were after I finished school, yeah, I just wanted to get straight home. Yeah, so team me, that was, yeah, sort of it. I mean, a lot of it was just mostly golf. Um, I did do quite well in year 12, but I didn't really know what direction I wanted to go down into, you know, mm-hmm. like I knew. I didn't want to be a nurse or like, you know, something set out like that. But I had no idea what I wanted to do. Mm. Um, I believe I actually um, went to do psychology at uni. Like that was the course that I was, I still enrolled in. um, Oh, I didn't know that. I never went through with it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Did you do some work during teenhood? Like you did a little bit of mini? Okay,
1: so first job was um like first first one if we want to go way back I basically said to mum school holidays is coming up and teenage girls you know you start to want to buy clothes and blah blah blah. and mum said well you know like you need to go get get a job job. where do I get a job mum like what am I going to do and she said well just think of a bit like it's coming up to Christmas holidays like think of a business and just ring them Mm -hmm. and I was like okay yeah like now looking back on that I mean me as a business owner if someone rang me with the <laughs> like if they wanted to come and help me and work in my business during a busy time you'd be like this like this, this golden angel has just walked yeah. into my life and wants to like work help me like, out how yeah, is that? yeah. Um, but I was on the other end of it back then so I rang the um I rang a couple of places but the first place was our local jeweler shop and I was uh, just, you know, introducing yeah. myself and I said I was looking for some work and they didn't have anything available. Um, Well, they, you know, needed to think about it. Yeah. And they rang me back the next day and I started the following day. So ah. yeah, basically, I I think I would have been around, you know, i look back on my pay slip. I found it when I was moving oh, really? houses a while ago. And right, it, um, my hourly, hourly rate, $13 or something. Yeah. But it was, I thought it was just, it was the best. I, at the end of the week, I had a few hundred dollars and I could go and buy clothes. Yeah.
0: That's the thing when I you get like, paid when you're a teen, you're like, all that money is literally just for fun. Yours?
1: <laughs> How good is this? Like, you're not
0: thinking about paying for like bills and like life and groceries. No, and it's
1: stuff. just like, wow, this is, this is good. This is going to go far. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that was my very first job. Um, And then basically, so recap back to my last day of year 12. Um, In the weeks sort of prior to that, um, um, I had sort of been in touch with, like, I guess a local employment agency sort of thing. They sort of contract you out to, like, where we live, there is a lot of um, agriculture and horticulture, that sort of thing. So there's lots of, you know, like citrus growing and vines and, whatever not so um I got this call on my last day of year 12 I was in like sort of a wrap-up class and I got this call when I took it and it was the employment people mm. and they said oh can you start tomorrow like we've got some picking work and picking. like <laughs> um I was like, absolutely absolutely like I will be there I was in Adelaide and this job was starting in Renmark at like 6am the next day and I was like no doubt about it like I will be there I had no idea what I was signing up for but I just thought like money this is good you know yeah straight out of school I've got this this um work lined up (laughs) anyway so yeah I arrive and I was on very um out of place, you know, these people had picking experience and young mulls rocks up fresh out of high school. What were you good. picking? Um, they're actually like tiny little almond trees, which they're picking by hand. I'm not really oh, sure. Really? Sam, my partner, will um judge me for not really knowing, but yeah, they were small trees, as <laughs> small trees I think, and basically they were all non-English speaking and I knew they were laughing at me the whole time. <laughs> I was like, I'm getting paid. I'm You're getting here. paid. How long did that last? <laughs> I literally only did a couple of days and then I didn't quit, but they sent me, I then got moved um, through to a local packing shed. Morgan, um, you're not cut out of picking.
0: <laughs> like, don't <be> in.
1: <laughs> I didn't quit. It was definitely some character building. It was like 40 degrees, peak of summer, and there's a yeah. little blonde girl picking. <laughs> so they moved me onto the packing shed um and that was really great I mean straight away coming out of school I was already on a six to six roster night shift and day shift so I mean you would start at early in the morning finish at night um and yeah it was it was a it was a great yeah again my dad calls it character building like it I guess yeah I made so many friends um working there they were all international um like backpackers traveling I guess I still am friends with them on Facebook and it's so cool to see them pop up and you know they've all got kids now and of course yeah. I've got harmony and it's so nice to like think back that feels like yesterday, but you know, it yeah. was so not sure, maybe nearly sort of tenish years, not really quite, but
0: yeah, we're getting
1: it. Yeah, on. it goes so quick. Yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah, packing the Shed was me. And then um I was saving some money while I was working there. And um, in this and then, in this
0: like time of life, did you have any ideas of like longer term what you wanted to do
1: no like, still not really not really um so yeah I just had money like focus was to save some money and then I was planning to go on a bit of a European um gap year trip with my girlfriend yeah um as many of us Aussies do mm-hmm. so yeah I was mostly just focusing on saving money um you did a lot of traveling was...
0: actually didn't you when you were around yeah. that age yeah.
1: yeah yeah I was very lucky um so I went all through Europe and um Yeah, I mean, I actually can't remember too much, but it was incredible. I've been to Dubai and China, um, Europe, Hawaii. So, yeah, super, super lucky. Yeah. Um, But it was around that time when I was at the packing shed that um, uh, Sam's uncle, so my partner now, it's all very small within these um, like small towns. We'll get into Uh, Sammy. Yeah, how that all comes about. But yeah. Yeah, basically um, a sort of citrus grower, um, he, my brother worked there as well and I sort of come in, he took me under his wing and started to introduce me to sort of the business side of things and bookkeeping and I was first yeah. introduced to Xero. Um, and it's actually funny, we'll visit revisit this back later I'm sure, yeah. but he said to me at that moment, you know, I was just in this post-school making money, ready to travel, and he was like, you know, you should probably um, do, like, an accounting course or, you know, something like that, go to uni. Yeah. And I was like, why would I want to do that? Like, <laughs> no way. Like, I've just finished school and I'm already making money. Like, my friends yeah. all at uni, they're still, like, like you know, I was yeah. just had this mindset. Um, so, yeah, it's funny to look back on that um, conversation now. But yeah, I did learn a lot from him there. Um, and so then obviously, yeah, I went and did my travels. Yeah. Um,
0: when I got to know you, what were you doing? I think mm, you were, just went off to the mine.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe. So Do you
0: want to go, yeah, talk I'll
1: about it? Oh, where did, where did Semi now.
0: come into this along the lines of work?
1: Uh, it was before mine or after? Similar time, Around about a similar time that I sort of reconnected with you as well. Yeah. Um. So um uh, basically after i yeah had had gone travelling i came back to um to work back um where i was um then i mean i'll go right into everything i guess a little opportunity popped up um working at Toyota locally at the local oh, dealership yeah um and the role of that one was a guest experience and marketing coordinator um and we won't go into that for too long I was only there for you know six months or so but I think that was sort of my first introduction to uh, brands I guess sort of sort of branding maybe on a completely yeah. different level you know that Toyota are really big on their guest experience so they're all about let me talk about this yeah so like yeah. super random and it it's all about basically, you know, making your customers—they don't call them customers—they guess, and it's about making them feel cared for, cared for, mm. um, and like everything about their experience from when they walk into deal, the dealership to how they feel when they're driving their car to the smell when they pick up their car. You know, like they were really into that senses thing. What which a feeling! Because yeah, <laughs> and I, um, I was really, really lucky. They actually have a great. Um, like training program and they have lots of master classes so I went to a couple of those up in Adelaide um and one of the guest speakers actually was Chika Kabar which I don't actually think I've um, spoken too much about it but she's an incredible yeah. lady and um runs a big well she started off with a big events company in Sydney and anyway so I learned a lot from that and it was it was sort of my introduction to the whole brand experience on a yeah. um, different level to what I do now but um yeah I yeah. wasn't there for too long um, and then yes basically I don't even know how the mines really came up in my mind I think um when I was a younger girl um we had some friends that visited the area and they were just called the Roxby people Mm. and they um yeah they were an, an awesome group of families and obviously all of them uh worked at the mine um in Roxby Downs which People who don't know to get a bit of an idea, it's I guess, I mean, from here it's about a seven-hour drive, um, north, northeast, uh, into the desert, basically. So yeah. yeah, all of those guys worked there, and so then when I sort of had this, obviously, I just I wanted to make more money and I wanted to yeah. take that next step. I still hadn't really decided what big picture life for me was going to look like. I feel I like thought, you hey,
0: knew that you had a big picture ahead of you, like you had I something know. big ahead of you, but, but you just never knew what it was. The whole
1: time. Yeah. yeah. I just knew like I'm capable of doing you yeah. know, something incredible, but I didn't I didn't know, know what? what it was and I didn't want to go and sit at uni. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I uh, basically reached out to um, some of the guys that used to come down and, um, Finally got an opportunity to get up there, and I yeah was just Mine so Morgs keen. Began. I thought this is just the best, you know. I've got this opportunity. I'm going to be working underground, and this young girl like this is wild. Yeah. So I sort of really jumped on that um, that opportunity and ran with it. So I, you know, got you really a hard like joke. embraced
0: the whole miner Morgs yeah. thing too. I
1: loved it. I mean, to paint a picture, I am pretty handy. Like you are. No kind is going to laugh at me, but like anything you. Anything you really put in front of me, I feel like I can do it or yeah, tackle. You have it a go You're I know anything. someone who he can help me or you yeah. know, I can I can usually work most things out.
0: Yeah, well I'm like if I have a problem, I'm like I'm more a practical st- friend. Yeah, you're the practical <laughs> friend. You're like if I have if I whisper one slight issue to you, you're like, right, how do we get this like, organized? Have you organized this yet? Have you done this? Have you tried that? Or, uh, I'm like, yeah, you're like ugh. my problem solver.
1: But, yeah. And sometimes people don't ask for the solution. But, no, um, but that's okay. <laughs> anyway, so I got in my car and off I went. You know, I drove um, seven, eight hours. You were crazy. You're a crazy woman. You were like driving <laughs>
0: like seven hours in the middle of the night and then doing like oh, a full like activity in the day. And it was like, wow. Stupid,
1: stupid, you are, stupid. Yeah. So I just really, yeah, um, took it in my stride. And I think, uh, I mean, I sound like a bit of a tosser, but like, I think what I liked about it, I think what I liked about it was because it was different. You know, no one else was really doing it at the time, and I, I'm sort of a bit of a go getter, so I thought, like, yeah, yeah this is cool. it was cool. like something
0: new. Mm.
1: Yeah, um, and I sort of felt like I was achieving something um, by working underground and learning new things and working. It was with a big experience. Equipment. Yeah, yeah, it was a big experience and opportunity, and I was really proud to be a part of it.
0: Yeah, um, and you met some good friends down there, down the hole as well
1: didn't you down the hole yes I painted picture I mean
0: you I and Fluro Ori
1: I haven't even thought about this place for a long time but yeah. uh basically you go down it's called a portal um I met one of my best friends um Sammy in yeah. training thank god um in onboarding we were sort of paired together for our training we we're on the same crew or rotation um so we're Without her, I would, don't think I would have survived. Because um, it was seven yeah,
0: on, seven off, wasn't it?
1: Seven on, seven off, which for anyone who knows um, FIFO work, you're thinking like, wow, that's living the dream. It's, you know, you just go to work seven days in your home. A lot of people work a lot longer rosters. Mm. Um, but for me, that was definitely enough. Um, yes. So, yeah, we lived on camp. Um, basically, uh, I don't really know. I think the mine there, they were at a bit around – 500 600 meters um below I'm forgetting my terminology but like <laughs> below ground um and yeah it was just in it was a wild place like it's obviously 600 meters um,
0: below the grounds that's just ridiculously yeah, so scary uh, I would be petrified
1: getting, yeah you get in your you and um once you sort of head into that portal I guess that um sort of decline down um there's like a 420 plat which is obviously 420 meters below and that's sort of where all the offices are and so like when I first started mm-hmm. I had no idea what to expect but like so there's a portal that's basically just the main um, decline that gets you down to that sort of base level the plat the plat at the 420 mm-hmm. and that's where there's offices and there's literally like you know lunch rooms and the office like all infrastructure so like a little world down there Yeah, it's like a little world. And then from that 420, it then delves out into all the different areas. And, I mean, I'm just totally dribbling because I can't remember the exact amount of kilometres. But, you know, there was something like a thousand Mm. kilometres of tunnels underground. Like, it was crazy. Mm -hmm.
0: And were you scared? Um, Like, did that freak you out, like, being that far underground?
1: I think the biggest thing for me and it ended up being when I came back was that the moment you enter that portal, you disconnect from the outside world. So obviously your phone, you've got no service and for that 12 hours, you are totally disconnected. So anything could be happening above ground with family or, you know, like
0: whatever situation you might
1: leave. And then as soon as you enter that portal, you're, you know, quite disconnected. And so I guess Mm -hmm. like if you were, um, like for me as well, the hardest, well, not the hardest thing, but you mm. know, in summertime people are back here on the river. Yeah. Even just the normal things like the FOMO dinners and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely some FOMO. Um, so yeah, you're underground and then that's it's that brings to its own set of challenges. It's dark, you can't see sort of your hand in front of you. It is bloody wet, it is dirty, yeah.
0: Um
1: it is loud, you know, it's just not a nice environment. Um but yeah, I guess again, character yeah. building. Um, yeah. So yeah, I did that. I did that for, I'm going to say around two years, maybe a little bit longer. Um, and And during this time probably was a, probably when, a, when I got to
0: know you, yeah, I reckon, properly. Yeah. yeah
1: definitely. Um, and this was sort of when Sammy came onto the scene as well, a little bit. Yeah. So Do you want to go the, there? Tell us
0: about. Tell us about yeah. the story of meeting Sam. Meeting Sam time.
1: minor Morgs. minor Morgies. Sammy. But yeah, that all all happening. So um, Sam, my partner Sam, he is. I mean, we moved to the Riverland when I was four, and we were sort of a part of um, yeah, similar. So you, you weren't born like, in fam- Remark.
0: Yeah. No, I wasn't
1: born in Remark. I was born in Mount Gambia, and then my the family when I moved, moved here. here yeah basically mum and dad didn't like the cold weather there and they wanted to move somewhere else so yeah i'm bloody glad they did um super super lucky that they chose remark and yeah so when we moved here when i was four we were sort of in similar there were you know family friends and we all had boats and went on the river and it was a really nice time and i was uh, came to be best friends with his cousin charlotte um (laughs) And so, yeah, then I guess Sam has a couple of brothers. I have a couple of brothers. We're all sort of, I'm not similar age to Sam. I'm quite a bit younger than him, but our brothers were all sort of similar ages and so we were all hanging out. Um, Yeah, so that was a long, long time ago. Um, And then, yeah, my friendship obviously continued with Charlotte. We were best friends um, for many, many years growing up um, and still sort of socialising in similar um, social groups as well. Um, And then, yeah, Sammy and I finally made our way together. I mean, I'm going to say, yeah, around five years ago. Yeah. Um, Which is funny because when you've known someone your whole life, um, you know, it just feels like... Like
0: childhood friends. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's it's funny how the universe has its way of doing things. But so he, yeah, he's incredible. He's um, super busy um, with their family business. Um, They do sort of... A lot of stuff in the agriculture and horticulture game here but as well as traveling um so yeah we're, yeah. Um, we're definitely keeping nice and busy um but yeah we've created quite a little life now which is nice yeah um,
0: and there's like literally like photos of you and sammy as like little kids and oh my like,
1: God, it's, it's how crazy. crazy i always
0: think of like with our brothers now i'm like with like friends and like look at like our babies with our little boys and you're like or whatever you are think you oh. going to be
1: are you gonna be her husband one day yeah <laughs> you
0: just never know you just never exactly. know and they wouldn't have thought like looking putting you and sammy together as like little kids i mean sammy was a little bit older but like thinking yeah.
1: these two one day yeah how weird yeah just bizarre how the world has things and um, ways of working things out but yeah so when it,
0: when did along the lines of like mines and meeting sammy when did you move yeah. into um uh,
1: five the M., or the rivista which is now yeah. um so a couple of years later so i was yeah traveling back and forth to the mine um and yeah commuting back and forth from Remark our town here in the riverland up to Roxby downs Mm-hmm. Um, and then we moved into the property, I think around 2000 and God, I should probably fact check this, but right, um, 2019, I'm going to say mm-hmm. the end of 2019. Um, so what are I now? Yeah. A good, um, far out. Can I please be out of count? I'm going to say three, three. I can't years.
0: count. <laughs> <laughs> a few years yes. ago yeah
1: yeah so um we um uh, obviously my family lived in Remark and then uh, Sam's family um home and property where he grew up is um about 10 minutes out of Remark I'm going to say yeah um that's located on a citrus orchard which was planted up by his grandpa many years ago um, and then, yeah, that's where he grew up and as well just to loop back in, Charlotte, um, who was his cousin, is his cousin, um, yeah, lived sort of next door. So we all sort of grew up. Um, it's like a little area, right area called place. Spring
0: Cart Gully. That's what it's called, Spring right? It's like, it's like your own little little village
1: town (laughs) yeah not really there's only three well I mean no there is a couple of other houses a bit further down but yeah yeah, it's our own sort of little area halfway between um Remark and Berry, the other main town and so um so then those two houses were sort of over that side near the orchard and then there's this incredible um I'm talking like forward past tense but it's where I'm sitting right now yeah um is um, well, the original name is 5RM. I can do you a little history recap on that one if you like, but basically, it's a um, property up on top of the cliff overlooking the river. It's literally probably like I'm gonna say 30 40 meter cliff down to the river down below, yeah. Um, and it just looks out over the whole region, it looks out over it's the orchard and his incredible. family place next door, so that's really incredible. Mm. Um, and then it looks, yeah, basically as far into the distance as you can see. And there's no one else here. Um, Yeah, yeah, it's it's called
0: 5RM because?
1: 5RM, um, basically, I mean, I should have done a history recap because I'm a bit of a little historian. You are a bit of a
0: historian.
1: When we moved (laughs) in here, I I really brought myself up to speed on all of the history of the place because it was quite incredible. But um, I won't quote any years, but um, basically... um, they were planning to build this radio station in the area and they had brought over, they are putting in a lot of investment to it, um, bringing over engineers and whatnot from America and, you know, they they looked at a site in Wakery and then they were also looking at this site here um, mm-hmm. basically because of its height, like um, being oh, so yeah. high up. High up. Um, and then all of the towers were in our sort of, not going to call it a paddock but um in our sort of block of land next door that was sort of called the paddock um Mm. the antenna paddock and they yeah basically just had all of these huge i mean for a country radio station you would think why did they go to so much effort you know they literally Mm. found the highest point in the area and they brought people over to fully engineer this setup here so you could hear the radio station and they broadcast here from here um there there was two there was one dwelling to start off with so one building and um, people lived in the in the home and then they ran the radio station from here as well um and yeah basically you could hear this radio station basically all the way to sydney wow i didn't know that you could yeah you, like you could hear also hear the radio station on the Westgate bridge in melbourne so like Oh, my God. It's like this country radio station. I mean, nowadays we don't listen to the radio, we listen to Spotify, but you don't yeah. listen to any radio station anywhere, I don't think. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know not sure nothing about radio. <laughs> but, yeah, you could hear um, it was just such a good quality uh, wavelength, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then... Um, Little did I know that they'd put all of this um, sort of infrastructure and made it, um, spent so much investment here, was because they were utilizing um, the spot to sort of intercept messages when um, sort of there were threats to Australia and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's got quite a little bit of history here. There's there's much more to it, but I mean, yeah. um, we're not doing a history lesson but um yeah basically the property has a lot of history um, yeah and yeah it's it's pretty much moved quite an incredible spot
0: yeah and you moved in to here so it was in sam's family already
1: yeah Yeah. because
0: it's in in that in your spring cup gully area and then you two moved in and made it your home
1: yeah, so um, we moved in, in, yeah, around about 2019 um, and so a little bit of a backtrack with the radio station was just based in the one house and then way back yeah. in the day there was a bit of a fire um, with the, in the house that sort of threatened the radio equipment. So they built the second dwelling to sort of keep the radio equipment in like a purpose-built building Um, and Ah. they lived in the house just so that their um, equipment was never um, in danger, I guess. Yeah, right. So like if your house burnt down,
0: that would be separate.
1: Right. Yeah, the radio equipment would all be separate and I guess the tapes and whatever they used Mm. back then. So then that was actually, thankfully, they Mm. built that out of this beautiful um, um, overland quarry sandstone, which is just down the road from us. Yeah. Um. And yeah, they built this second building, which is now the cottage. And they built that out of this incredible, beautiful stone. So, yeah, we've got the two um, buildings here. We live in one house, and then yeah, basically, we lived here for a couple of years with the cottage um vacant um, and yeah, it was just we you had know, some you yeah. know if, if friends came up they would stay there and um,
0: yeah one of Sam's but, yeah um, you pretty much always knew you might want to do something with it but it yeah, I means definitely to over like to finish this kind of part off it's obviously yeah. now the river vista
1: yes the cottage is now the river Vista. the cottage <laughs> is now
0: the river vista but let's before we get to the whole journey of the river vista because that's a story yeah. in itself let's just yeah. go back to like morgy minor morgy not feeling the mines anymore because I remember I remember at the end towards the end of that mining journey you were just coming home pretty much crying
1: Crying. (laughs) yeah I'm like what are you doing like I could cry on demand yeah I would literally I mean (laughs) yeah the girl I was working with and also my sister-in-law um came as well I was on the same crew as my sister-in-law Um, and they could sort of hold it together, but I got to the point where I was literally just the uh, I ended up long when I was driving, I could cry the whole way to Roxbury Downs like seven hours how depressing! (laughs) Um, and then when I was flying, I literally would basically be crying on the plane, I couldn't because there are other people around me, but then as soon the moment I got to camp and got into my room, I would just cry because. Basically, I think what yeah. well, I know why yeah. I was just feeling so awful and sad about it all was just like I am here. This is yeah. miserable. Um, and you also
0: had Sam now, and like you didn't get Sam, to spend much had time. Had our with him.
1: life and our beautiful place here, yeah. and it was like. Um I guess again I had that big picture of I feel like I want I want to be doing something else. This is not where I want to be forever. This is not even where I want to be yeah. now. But what am I going to do? Because, so the novelty to
0: be, the novelty of it kind of had worn off.
1: Yeah, worn off. You know, I'd conquered yeah. that. And so would conquered sort of like, mm, Yeah, tick. What? what now so yeah Sam was sort of the logic and reasoning and he was sort of thinking you know like maybe you should start working on something else while you're away or you know start doing some study because you know I did yeah. have that seven day break break um where I could have done anything which in hindsight wow that would have been smart I definitely should have done that but I feel I like just, you
0: probably I, look at that time now now that you've got a kid and thought like oh my, oh my god, god seven days
1: yeah Seven days off um, with good income in the seven day, like, yeah. you work seven days, you've got that, that good, I guess, mining income. Yeah. Um, and then you've got seven days you could have worked on worked or on something else. or done something else.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so, yeah, then basically, um, I, I... But yeah, you pretty much really spent
0: that mess. whole time working yourself up about the next swing. Like, I remember... Yeah you would be like you'd get yeah. home and you'd be already like upset because you knew you had to go in I 7 days yeah you'd be like
1: which i'm sure so talking about everything understand. you're going to miss out
0: on and yeah
1: yeah, Especially in summer. I, mean,
0: I reckon you're more upset in summer because we spend a lot of time. I
1: know. But then winter was also a hard a hard yeah. time to work there was because you went underground before the sun had come up in the morning and then see you the come sun. out when it's it dark. So you yeah. don't see the sun for seven days and that was definitely challenging as well. Yeah. Um, but I think the underlying thing was in the back of my head, you know, I do not want to be doing this, but but what am I going to do? And I mean, you also – um, you know, adjust to that level of income as well. And you think, mm-hmm. well, okay, that was all well and good, but I never went to university. And so now, you know, what job am I going to be able to do that is going to be able to pay me that much money? What you're used to now. But I'm not yeah. qualified in anything. I mean, I'm, minor that <laughs> I'm Miss Minor. Miss Minor Morgie. Yeah, didn't really have many transferable skills to the <laughs> outside world. Um, but, yeah, yeah, so basically, I mean... How did I, how did I get out of there? I mean, okay, so my like, this is where um, I sort of started um, brainstorming my with. Oh, there's you kind of, kind of dabbled
0: here, explored a bit, didn't you? You kind of like you knew what you started to like, gather what your interests were, but you tried, you dabbled in a few things, yeah. You tried things, like yeah, yes.
1: Yeah, so I you did missfit. I was still, working, I was still I forgot about oh, that. That was before the mine. That was that was before, the before mine. mine. Yeah, I did my personal training course. Yeah. Um, he held some saturday and morning workouts yeah on the river saturday morning boot camps by the river um yeah
0: i remember that was like an og logo that i did like long 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 time ago oh
1: my <laughs> god
0: morgan's last name is fitzner so it was like misfit yeah get it get it
1: fuck <laughs> um i think i still have my shirt as well i must have like sent the logo away to like Vista print oh, I don't know like something yeah. in place that could print on a t-shirt and got my like logo on the front of a t-shirt and had my like Bose portable speaker boot full of equipment um and yeah that was fun. I guess in our small areas we didn't we didn't have an F45 at that time so yeah um that was a bit of fun and that was fun later on I yeah. um some friends opened in F45 in Remark, which um, was incredible oh, and I worked there for a couple of years as well. You've
0: I've done so much. I'm actually just starting to realise <laughs> how much you've done.
1: Yeah, there's been a few little bits and pieces.
0: So, yeah, you um, worked as a trainer at F45. Worked
1: as a trainer at F45. Um, but mostly, sorry, so that's sort of, oh, Yeah, that's like, probably going I'll, forward I'll a bit. I'll finish nice. this story. Yeah, sorry. I'll finish we're this up a, story before yeah. I go um, back into the Vista yeah. and how that all came about. So basically my main thing, um, getting out of the mine. my brother's a partner in a yeah. local plumbing business. Um, and um, quite a cool little story. Um, Nick uh, my brother's business partner his dad had run the business for about 40 50 years his wife had always done all of the bookkeeping um, accounts payable receivable wages and all of that sort of thing Um, and so then I um, they sort of believed in me and brought me um, on board to take over from Helen which was a lot of responsibility she'd been doing it yeah for all of that time and And so I was yeah just um, I come back from the mine and I was there's one more little story in there another job that I did but oh my god I'll finish where I'm going yeah yeah um was that yeah um I started learning and taking over the reins from Helen um and working full-time for coon plumbing with my brother um which works really well and you could you kind of had that
0: bit of experience didn't you like before mine from kind of did that sort of stuff yeah. yeah,
1: I sort of started to learn that. So yeah. yeah, I really liked that. And I still do that now as well. Um, with all the other little bits and pieces I do. My capacity was a little bit more back then. Yeah, full time, there was only one of us in the office. Um, and that was, it was really much smaller day, then, yeah. really, wasn't it? Yeah, they've yeah. grown, which is awesome for them. And we've got, yeah, a great team of um, admin admin and um, board. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah. response well not responsibilities, but on my <laughs> Yeah, I've, I went from working full-time there to sort of um, cutting back a little bit um, as times have gone on. But just briefly jumping back in, I'm a rambler.
0: No, this is um, great.
1: I love this. <laughs> this is good. So this is actually quite funny. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, when COVID happened and I was at the mine, this is, this is basically it was a forced exit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> COVID came about oh, and, and basically... Yeah. Sam, my partner, their family business here, they have quite a few employees and whatnot. And um it was when um social distancing had become, you know, a I thing. Think. And so I went back to the mind that swing and you know, you're working in a little service platform sometimes with like four people and you're climbing all over one another basically. You're yeah. in like little LVs going down the decline. And so I basically said to him on the phone one day, you're know, like, oh, you know, there's definitely no social distancing here. Um mm-hmm. And, you know, people are flying into the mine from all over Australia. So you're sort of mixing with people from everywhere Yeah, um, yeah. and then climbing on top of them. And he basically said to me, well, when you come back, like... You're gonna to have to isolate from me because I can't risk getting COVID and then shutting yeah. down the business. You know, like I, I just can't risk that. So, and don't so touch me. <laughs> in the, yeah, in the present state that I was in, being so bloody so miserable with mine, the next bloody thing was that. Oh, by the way, you can't see the person you love. Boogie's already out.
0: crying back and
1: forth of oh, her and now our partner's telling her, to, "Don't touch me." <laughs> Don't even come near Like we're gonna have to stay separate. Like you know. Yeah, because I I remember everyone was so
0: paranoid. It was such a paranoid time, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: and it was when like the news was kind of like telling you where it was, and like it's in this town, it's in that town, it's here, it's there. It was a big
1: deal because if if you know people did get it in your business, that was the time of isolating, and so Um, then it would spread so quickly. And yeah, um. But when it comes to businesses, though,
0: it would just shut businesses down for a week because people couldn't run yeah. it.
1: Yeah. So yeah. that's and why so,
0: Sandy was conscious of
1: that. Yeah, yeah, which We're trying to understand. Mm. But at the time, I was like, out. Mm. Right, well, that's an easy decision. I'm not going back to work. I'm going to stay here. Yeah. And so I um, <laughs> had a bit of a meeting uh, with them at work and they just sort of yeah let me go. So I came um, back here took some unpaid leave um and I basically did the seeding season on the tractor out at the farm yeah um another little talent of mine tractor driving so (laughs) I yeah I um sowed the whole farm I guess um farmer morgues minor morgues bit morgues golfer morgues all the things (laughs) far out (laughs) um yeah so that was that little side note but um yeah, basically that got me home, and then after seeding, I was yeah working full time for Coon Plumbing, um, and getting into that side of things. And then I guess that leads into this well, cottage I, that was. But like, and so you also nice. did,
0: um, your train at f forty five, as well. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yep. yep, yep. So it worked Just, well. You know, when yeah. I came back, I would um, work um, at Coon um, during the day, and I would yeah train, train uh, work as a trainer. Um, in the I was morning or at night. Doing the morning classes, morning. yeah, early yeah. morning classes, and I'd go to work. um Yeah, yeah, so it was actually a, a good little balance um to get me back here, which was nice.
0: Yeah, so you'd quit the mine. You'd taken all the opportunity to <laughs> get out <laughs> of that situation. I think because we were also like all of, like all of us friends and family around you were like all really realizing how shit the mines were for yeah. your mental health. You were not happy. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, it was it was it was not going that well. And though. I think
0: I think because you also and we also well, I also knew that you had so many like ideas and passions that you just hadn't tapped into yet. You knew that you were gonna do something, and I'm like, you need to do that now. Like Morgs, you need to do that now. That now's the time yeah, to try and find out what this is. Get it into
1: action. But yeah, yeah we got
0: there. Yeah, yeah so there. Long- yeah, we got there. So pretty much where are we you're working for plumbing business you're training f45 you're not on the tractor anymore
1: you're no. doing those two things
0: um yeah. and then while Basically. in the midst of all of this you start to think about what you want to do actually want to do
1: yeah um well it, there was sort of a bit of a crossover there it was mostly um I was actually technically, if we're going to fact check, still at the mine uh, when I did oh, a trip yeah. away with Sam for work. It was really, with his work, he can't really plan and everything's super last minute. So I got out of the mine one day and I had a message or whatever saying like, I've got to go to Bundaberg next Wednesday and I was like amazing that was one of the amazing things about being on that FIFO roster was that yes you did miss out on being a part of life while you were away but mm. then in those seven days I could do anything anything so, you know, if he was going to Adelaide or whatever I could go and I and be with you know, him had that, that way. time so yeah he had yeah had to go to Bundaberg and I was like amazing I'm on break let's go and he said let's try and find like a cool um, I'm sure there's like an Airbnb and, I have never. No, oh. I think he said, you know, try and find a cool place to stay up there. And so we were just, um, we were in Bundaberg for a little bit and then we were going to drive down to Noosa. And then he was working at a property um, five, 10 minutes out of Maloolaba on the Sunshine Coast in Glasshouse Mountains. Mm-hmm. So we'd, we'd never used Airbnb. We'd, he, he just said, you know, this is where we'll be, find a cool place to stay, whatever. I thought, oh, okay, I'll. I'll have a look on Airbnb as well. And I was sort of just searching like a mad woman trying to find something cool, you know, different that wasn't just a normal apartment. You know, is very commercial, I guess, tourist, yeah, touristy. Um, so I was just trying to find something different. And on um on Airbnb, I first came across, or even maybe on like a broadsheet or something, it was sort of an article about this, you know, awesome new place to stay in Noosa. Mm. called shack palace yeah shout, shout out to, to those guys palace. um and it was just like what is this place so I hadn't really told Sam when we were staying I just said you know I've booked an airbnb and then he was like what do you mean like are we sleeping on someone's couch like <laughs> this is this is scary and then I sort of thought oh shit yeah I didn't even think about that like what is this place <laughs> actually going to be like when we get there um but no it was incredible and it was I think probably a bit of a a first introduction to that sort of um, that world. accommodation, yeah, that sort of curated accommodation mm-hmm. scene or world, I guess. And you were like
0: addicted. I remember you coming home. No, you hadn't even left yet. And you were like sending me every, like every oh, corner dying. of that property and like everything on Instagram and then like where else you yeah, should just, stay and
1: yeah anyone yeah. who just could anyone who would listen basically I was just you trying talk. to tell yeah um <laughs> and it was just yeah it was just the best place It was just from the moment you walked in you know like the photos you saw in Airbnb were nothing compared to when you actually get there and you're sort of entrenched in that well that they've created for that property yeah everything was made of this like dark Japanese timber and the fat the linens you know that was also my first introduction yeah. to like
0: beautiful linen i mean and- i was
1: used to um like beautiful incredible cotton sheridan um like bedding but then you know yeah, this yeah. was like a whole other world i you know hopped into the bed and there's this like pure linen <laughs> up against my face and it had scent sprayed on it i didn't know yeah. at the time but i was yeah. like what is going on like this is I'm so good in this world of like and it was probably, like, this,
0: list, like, moment that you needed after all of this chaos, yes. like, leaving the mine and, like, all those, like, yeah, crazy times. You just, like, probably all hit you in that moment. So You're like,
1: crazy. this and is so what I needed. The thing is, is that this place was booked out, like, all year, but it just so happened that because we were travelling midweek, um, I think I've just had an epiphany. The host name was Lorna. Um, They're an owner, and there's more to that story down the track. But they... Um, yeah. Yeah, it was just incredible. And so, because we were traveling midweek, we yeah got to experience that. And then we mm. ventured about half an hour down the road to Maloliba to be a little bit closer to the property in the Glass House Mountains. Sam was going to be working at. And um, how lucky did I get? Was that um, again because midweek we um, found this place on Airbnb called Vacaco, yeah. and that was the exact same thing. It was not an apartment. You know, it was this purpose-built brand experience. accommodation experience that yeah. was just next little and i mean look them up on instagram um yeah, shout out to those guys and hannah is yeah incredible i'll um touch base quickly on her a little bit later but basically after leaving there mm. i flew straight but i flew um i left Sam there and then i flew straight <laughs> back to the mine again um boo yeah um and basically I was just stalking them on Instagram. I was like, this is so beautiful. Like I was just stuck scrolling. And yeah, you were Just hooked. trying to work You're out obsessed. like, wow, yeah, this is just so cool. Like these yeah. people make these, you know, they're not just a couch on someone else's or sharing a room in someone's yeah. house. They've literally built this business to be an Airbnb and mm-hmm. it's so much better than any other accommodation you've ever experienced.
0: Yeah. And
1: so then I noticed she kept tagging this hosting masterclass and I was like, what is this? Like the hosting masterclass. And that is that is literally history. <laughs> we this this yeah. story of the hosting masterclass from there.
0: Yeah. Um so yeah, you pretty so much were hooked on that and then like I I feel like it was the next day you were sending me yeah, this hosting master The hosting master. Like
1: I'm going to Melbourne, I'm doing this, I'm doing <laughs> that. I'm like, okay, 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 let's do this. Like I'm so excited. Oh my god. And so um Yeah, basically um, from this hosting masterclass, I mean, I went back to work, but, I mean, always in the back of our mind, we had the cottage in mind that we had wanted to do something. I mean, it had so much potential and I think that was always the idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, But it was about, you know, how do you bring it to life and how do you make it viable and whatever not. So um, since coming across the hosting masterclass on Vacay Instagram, I basically straight to their website learnt this whole insanely magical story of Sarah Andrews um, who started the hosting masterclass for anyone who doesn't know of her. Definitely look up their page, look yeah. on their website. Like it's just she absolutely about that. heaven. It was just so heavenly. And I guess, yeah, that was sort of my introduction to that really beautiful that world. Um, brand and world. Mm. Um, she started um, Captain's Rest, which is an Airbnb super iconic down in Tasmania. Yeah. Um. And basically it's in the middle of nowhere, it's in a fishing shack. Um that yeah, normally if you were to say, like, you know, I've got an Airbnb in this town that's three hours from the nearest town, it's located next to other fishing shacks and like yeah, yeah, it's one bedroom, you'd be like, Wow, I want to go there. But yeah, basically she yeah. started this whole course about teaching you how to create an iconic state and how to yeah, how to make yeah, your house story. And I
0: think you really related to that because you obviously are thinking about the cottage that you had next to your house. You're thinking like, well, if they can make something out of that, like maybe yeah, I could make something out here. of this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I think, yeah, you really related on that, didn't you?
1: Definitely. And then I um, yeah. I found um, a podcast, Sarah Andrews. She'd sort of, yeah, been interviewed um, about her story and then how the Hosting my Class come about. And I listened to it on one of my flights back to the mine. And then from that moment, like, I just could not stop thinking about it. I just I could not everyone, shut you up. You would just, we'd go I for a know. walk and you'd spend the whole walk just talking. Oh my about God. It. What a pest. So no, it horrible. was great. I got so great. obsessed with this lady. It if was so who, good to
0: hear you so listened, excited I've, and passionate about oh, something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I just, no, and I learned so much. So I, um straight away you know with it was a big deal what so on their website they did like a couple of in-person masterclasses a year so there were only like a couple um and there was one coming up a couple of months later in Melbourne and there were a couple of tickets left and I was like oh you know like that's a lot of money it was a few thousand dollars to go and do this um masterclass and um my dad was like you have to do it like you just you have to go so I I bought my ticket and, um, and off I went and it was the best few days. I just, yeah, what I'd learned in that yeah. time was just absolutely invaluable. Yeah. Um, and so, but from there I didn't, you know, I knew what I had here, but then a big focus on the, on the course and probably with you, with your, um, Design business, it is the most important part. Is trying to feed out the story, like why? Yeah, I remember you you being
0: so hooked on that. You're like, we've got to make a story out of it. Like, (laughs) all about the story, and you, you tell me the story every time we go. (laughs) This is the story. We need to make something out of the story. Yeah, but so it's like you, you knew. Like I felt like you and I were teaching each other stuff this whole time. Like, yeah, like because
1: obviously You're I've got the like, yes, the, branding no, the branding background. The branding background. You are like, no shit. Yeah, and
0: you this were kind of like works. enforcing everything that I kind of like was working on myself as well. I'm like, yeah, like it was just like this perfect little what like project for both of us, really. Because oh, obviously, so well, much backstory. Much. Obviously, I. Did a lot of the Vista brand and stuff,
1: graphic designer, and yeah, mm. just side.
0: But, yeah, so everything that you were was, kind of like dreaming up, I was we're just feeding up as well. Other,
1: I think. Yeah, we were getting yeah, really we were excited. Just bouncing off, we were yeah. like, you could have food. this, you could do
0: that, you could have yeah. Oh my
1: god! And imagine this, and like oh
0: yeah, well, yeah like, it was this just... is gonna work there's no way this not is not gonna work there's no way this is not <laughs> gonna
1: work it's like insane. it was just like how like yeah. people are gonna come here but I mean you say that so easily at the time and, but then yeah I, guess I think because
0: track- you and I were obviously from our generation exposed to Instagram we would follow more of this sort of stuff we could we believed in it we could see how it would work
2: yeah 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 then
0: like talking to people who probably weren't in our generation obviously you actually had really supportive parents like parents your dad was super supportive and
1: yeah. like he he your would get on incredible. such a high as
0: well but like yeah. in terms yeah. of like other people around some people would be like that's you can't charge like much for accommodation here and like because obviously being small yeah. town and, yeah, yeah
1: it's so not I gonna work we had that that younger sort of vision which I guess is invaluable but then Mm. it was also trying to transfer that across to making that big investment um obviously it's sort of an older property and the renovation and everything like that. And cost a lot yeah yeah it was it was incredible to have the support that we did to go through with it and for Mm -hmm. me to be able to do it do it really really properly. So we're really lucky that we have that support and that I could really everyone trusted me to do what I wanted to do. And Marcia yeah. had done this course and she had this vision in yeah. her head and she, and she would tell you about it. it. Yeah. <laughs> she would tell me about it and she just could not, you couldn't change her mind. You couldn't tell her anything. She was just on this mission. Yeah. Um, it was the best. And so like before I named it the River Vista, I mean, I've got a message here. I messaged. I think you and another one. Of my yeah. great friends Kate Dinning. Shout yeah. out to Kate and um, Kate. PR. Yeah. Um, and she yeah, I've got this message and I was like she names her, and you know, because I was sort of playing off of the story of being the you know the radio history of the yeah, place, I was you know gonna call it call it like radio house and like high and dry because all of the these location. names, like yeah. what? It, you kept Morgan? sending us
0: name after name and we're like
1: mm-hmm. what the no, Morgan. And then I must have, yeah, I think I was looking up like a um, synonym for um, like a high place or like yeah. a beautiful view. And so Vista obviously came up and then, yeah, I shot through. I was like, wait, yeah. I've got it. There. No, it was in another list and I had slotted the River Vista. Yeah, there you, you got that in a like, list like, of like Stop. 10
0: or something and we're like, no, you, that's it. You were like, Stop the River right Vista. there. Yeah. Like, River
1: Vista 1, that's what yeah. it is. yeah. Because like the just the a,
0: definition of the word vista is just like literally the view, most perfect, a great view
1: from a high place, or particularly like, and high if, place or a particularly high place, a particularly
0: high place, and if that is not like your property, yeah. like nothing else is a vista, like it just oh, the it's, it's just very, the most perfect it, description, it, and so well, the river so, vista just sounds so beautiful together. Yeah,
1: and I guess once we um add um, the genius she is created the brand behind it it was just quite a little dream the river is to this yeah. beautiful high place overlooking the river like how good
0: yeah and so like it was a fair while between like us talking about this naming it branding it between you actually getting to finish those renos and launching like it was yeah. probably what well,
1: for sure year and a half even even when I did my course just jumping back when I did my course I was actually um still at the mine I um I remember jumping on my emails underground and like I had just sent you this gigantic brain dump and then you were helping me refine it into almost like a business plan and like a marketing plan for me to then go back to Sam and our families and be like you know, yeah. I was just trying to prove to people that this that is my idea, this is gonna and this work, is, and yeah. This is yeah, how it could work. And
0: yeah. yeah, oh my god, hang on one sec, I just had a what <laughs> in between all of this, before this, you and I nearly started a cafe. Oh, <laughs> well, we did,
1: we did. <laughs> this and is so thought, embarrassing,
0: we probably shouldn't even. We talk
1: thought about this it. was such a genius <laughs> idea at the time. Um. <laughs> Yeah, oh. I mean, it, was going be, it would be incredible, and it I wish still someone,
0: would be. Yeah, but thank God we didn't that. do it.
1: Um, because yeah, if we did that, we wouldn't be where we are today. No, yet. probably wouldn't even have our little chicks because we'd be busy um making wraps.
0: Coffee, yeah,
1: <laughs> on a Sunday or something. <laughs> but yeah, oh.
0: we, yeah we pretty much just like I, Morgs and I are very passionate about our hometown. We always have been. We're like we feel like ambassadors. <laughs> for our town and we always are thinking about like what how we could make this place better and like one of those things was and still is that we're always just like Mm. we need a cafe near the river like why has this never worked and yeah we were like no it's our job it's
1: yeah we were we, yeah we were like we were off we honestly to the point of did we tell them we had matching it was overalls like we had matching
0: overalls with the name <laughs> and we, we were literally like days away from signing the lease contract or something i reckon and yeah. then we were just like
1: "No, nah. yeah, this doesn't weigh up like
0: yeah no nah. really
1: want to be doing this
0: i think we were both you and i like we feed off of each other's energy almost a bit too much we get carried away <laughs> with different ideas to the point where we're literally like
1: interviewing real estate agents. Okay. little um side note here as well it was a really down in Mount Gambier, and there's like an epic cafe down oh, yeah. there and they were selling their coffee machine yeah she was like okay it's like seven and a half grand like should i buy it <laughs> no do not buy the coffee machine we can't even have a building room oh my god
0: uh, ah, but yes um, I think that's why when we, our story it's all a part of the journey and like I think it's a classic it, I feel like this is such a classic business owner like entrepreneur or whatever you want to call it like people who start businesses I feel like can relate to this though you just get this Mm. these ideas and you take them way too far (laughs) to the point that you're like what the hell am I doing like you kind of get to that and you're like is this actually realistic yes no
1: yeah I think like it would have definitely been realistic it was just that I mean I yeah I think I had just this sort of like hang on but if we do this like, you know, like I think that's another thing is that yeah. businesses and ideas can seem like quite amazing like oh start a cafe or yeah. you know start an airbnb it's yeah. gonna be so sort of glam almost yeah and then you actually get into it and you're like hang on the realities but, of what um, that looks do like I want to on your up? life yeah my weekends and I'm gonna be yeah that that cafe is gonna be reliant on us being there yeah. basically every day and you know it's just
0: yeah, and sometimes it's not the it's not the actual running of the business; it's the joy of bringing it to life that like yeah. we can thrive on. But yeah, I think we really reality here we're like, okay, we need to move on from that. That's not gonna work. Yeah, maybe I think we're like Sorry. when we're older, we're like our kids are grown up, we've got nothing <laughs> to do.
1: But we'll look at it again. Yeah, maybe or yeah. shout out if anyone in remark does want to do that, that would yeah be we'll great. help
0: out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys i want to ask you a question are you currently running a creative business or maybe you're even starting one this could be anything from selling products to being a photographer an influencer a graphic designer website designer copywriter maybe you're an event planner beauty business virtual assistant maybe you're a coach who knows there's plenty more things you could be but I would love you to know about Found Legal. If you haven't heard of it before, you can thank me later. This is definitely something that needs to be on your list to Google next. Riz from Found Legal is an absolute wizard. She sells the most incredible templates to cover your business and keep it legally legit. I have used Found Legal's templates in the past for my graphic design business and it does certainly make me feel a lot more safe and happy knowing that everything is legally legit in the background. It's as simple as purchasing, updating those documents with your details and start implementing them. If legal templates sound like something you need yesterday for your business, jump onto our website and even use the code EBBY to get 20% off her templates. And this is also a fantastic way to support this podcast if you also enjoy it as we get a little kickback too. Links are in the show notes if you would like to take a look. Yeah, so but anyway, so you finished the hosting masterclass. We were on, yeah, pretty much in this phase, like startup River Vista mode, weren't we?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean that did take some time. It did take that, some time. Um obviously renovating and yeah, just getting everything ready. I mean, and then yeah, if we fast forward through that time. Um, I'm quite a highly strong person and I, I actually didn't let Eb into the Vista through all the renovating. No, like, um, well, after the flooring, um, Eb's partner Drew helped us through the flooring. I was like, no, like you're not allowed back until it is finished and I'm talking like full yeah. detail because I started to get to that point where I was becoming an awful person because like my <laughs> sister-in-law or whoever it was, would you know, they'd come in and, you know, it was just still a mess. It was still so much to do. And they yeah. were like, wow, Morgs, like, this is just Amazing. incredible. And I was like, like, are you kidding? <laughs> no, it's not. Like, it's not no, done. It's not like, do you what part of this looks incredible? Like, you know, I was just because I just had this final real dream yeah. in my head of how it was going to feel and whatever, yeah. and it just wasn't there obviously because it wasn't finished, yeah. Um, but I just didn't, yeah. I think as well, I had such a like dream of how it was going to feel and look and yeah. everything in my head, but then as I was working through the renovation, I was like, far out, like, is am I might actually going to be able to create this dream that I in had your head. In my head, like, yeah,
0: because we spent so ahead. much time, like, before you even touched the details of the renovation we spent a lot of time dreaming talking planning about the brand because obviously like you you and I were on the same page I was obviously I'm doing brand design but like we were on the same page that like we need to nail the brand of this, like the actual and experience,
1: who, who, is who this and is and for, and get who we, are we talking to,
0: yeah, and like all the details of absolutely everything. Like you and I, I think that's why we we work together well because we both like are pretty like perfectionists together.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> we get really nice, yeah. but we also get so excited about all these little details because we know that like it's in the details that is the difference between like something that's good versus something that's just absolutely incredible
1: yeah. because yeah, it, think, yeah yeah it's also i was really trying to zone in on how the place is going to make people feel and like why are they going to want to you know they want to experience it and i think then and yeah, tra- we were the, just feeding up yeah. one another because yeah. that's just what you do you know yeah. every day with brand designers yeah. yeah trying to bring that voice out in the brand
0: yeah it was so much fun though like getting to do all that because we had to like, I mean, we kind of changed directions a little bit at the start of like the the like style and stuff, but like getting yeah. all of that and then thinking about how we were going to like launch this brand and the website and then like mm-hmm. I re- remember having all these discussions about like what influences we're going to get there and how we're going to make it work. We're going to prove everybody wrong. We're going to get
1: everybody here and it's going to work. And Oh, no. Like, like, like we're going to put Remark on the map. We're going to put Remark on the map. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, in my course they'd talked about you know ideally you want to have um, like a media stay once a month. Um, yeah, and I was like, whoa, like okay, so we had literally planned out like a list of so many people who we could get to come.
0: Yeah, um, which and, felt so far, didn't it? Like it felt like it felt such yeah, it sort felt
1: of like whoa, such an impossible actually going to happen, ask, and then like yeah. obviously our dream. Um, conversation was Elise Cook coming, and I was like, oh, "Yeah, I'm gonna get her here." Like, yeah. imagine her shout watches. out to Elise, shout out to Elise. It was just the best. <laughs> we, um, Eb and I were like um, sitting out on the cliff, and when I got the final email that was like she was secured. coming, Eb, Eb, literally, I was at an F45 shift, <laughs> and I messaged Eb, and she was like, "I'm coming with champagne," so, <laughs> like. I get home from F forty five at like eight thirty at night and Emma and I are sitting out on the cliff like drinking and Elise Cook has emailed us back and said she's coming. Shout out to Elise, thank you for your email.
0: <laughs> it was such a celebration though, because I think we both felt like it was such a we talked about it for so long. Who were gonna get there, how we're gonna how you're gonna like launch the actual Vista and make a moment yeah. out of that very first like public. Yeah. Um yep yeah publicity moment yeah yeah yeah. and when we yeah when you finally got that like confirmation that that was that was how you were gonna launch the vista because that was like obviously the first person to stay there um Mm -hmm. it was like a real moment and you're like it's legit it's happening it's, it's not just in our brains
1: happening. anymore like it's a plan like i've just been telling everyone i was working on this airbnb and like people yeah. knew, and i caught the river Vista and like that was all good but then mm. to actually i didn't do any behind the scenes like so during the renovation like no one really knew unless you knew us well and had been to the property or helping us you wouldn't have known anything yeah. um and because you were pretty like yeah, you're pretty quiet about it yeah, I just, yeah. I didn't want anyone to see it before it was perfect. So. Even me.
0: Yeah, there was a point. Yeah. Yeah, where, <laughs> it was like, There was a point where all my work was done and then you were like, you're not coming in, like you're not allowed yes. to see it until it's done. And I'm like, are you kidding? Like I have been involved with every little detail till now, and now you're just gonna lock me out.
1: <laughs> no, but so yeah, that was an incredible feeling and moment when um, yeah, obviously Elise amazing. came and stayed, and there's an iconic video. She had the drone in the air, and it sort of
2: yeah.
1: starts nice and close to the cottage, and then it moves back away, and you see the cliff and you see the river, and she spins it around, and she this dream and music playing and so then yeah that was most people's first sort of introduction introduction.
0: and I think because both of us were talking about like an image or a video like that for so long like when do people see how beautiful this cliff is and like that morning we went out in the tinnies you got Sam to put the tinny in for us at like like 5am 5am and
1: and we're freezing comes with a camera I'm not a photographer by the way (laughs) I just had a camera (laughs) i taking this cliff photo. Yeah. Like, mind you, that is just the best photo still. But
0: it, um, yeah, it was. Uh, I feel like when I see that photo, I'm like that. You just, I don't even see the photo anymore. I see the like the time of like us freezing our tits off in the tinny. I know
1: two girls
0: like way up way too early we did not need to be in the titty at 5 a.m like we could have waited till seven but anyway we were yeah, there it was
1: better when the sun was up yeah yeah it
0: was better when the sun was up um I'll take photo in the
1: dark if you yeah didn't but like
0: capturing all these moments like seeing those that that cliff photo with the logo on top and then when elise stayed and getting to see the drone footage from up there and like actually seeing how like because we knew how beautiful it is because we live here like we live by yeah. the cliffs and we live, we yeah. see all these things yeah. like regularly. We brought we're brought up in this environment. But we knew that like most people were used to that coastal coastal yeah, scenery. It was, and it was just so exciting to get to expose this beautiful river lifestyle. This just so different to what you yeah. i seen before. And seeing that actually in real life happening and getting mm. in front of other people's eyeballs was just so exciting.
1: Yeah. So that was it? incredible. That definitely yeah. sent us sent us off with a bang, which was incredible.
0: Yeah, tell us more about like the chaos of like finishing Renault's and like getting to because I remember oh like God. Elise was booked in for hang a stay. On. We had launch dates set in, and so, then yeah,
1: like hang on, <laughs> next thing, um, Morgs. I started doing um, my Pilates instructing course <laughs> um,
0: because Morgs yeah. is bored. Just has got not enough on the plate.
1: So shout out to beautiful Hannah. Um, yeah, shout out to i Pilates studio owner in mm.
2: Um
1: I started going to some classes over there and basically I was on the tractor with Sam one day and she messaged and she was like, hey... Um, do you want to be a Pilates would you be interested in being a Pilates instructor and I was like Sam like laughed I was like this chick you know like as if and then um, yeah later on I was sort of like oh, I mean that does sort of sound like me I've sort of had that personal you had that, background yeah you, you liked loved, that stuff yeah I loved being introduced to Pilates in hand um yes yeah, so I ended up um starting that course um my reformer instructing um and so that came at timing I tell you I started, you know, like my weekends. Um, it was sort of ran up in Adelaide on set weekends, and uh-huh. like the launch, Elise was arriving on Monday, and my bloody one of my um, weekends was that weekend. So like on yes. Saturday and Sunday, my mum and dad and like Sam's mum and dad and brother and like everyone, my brothers, everyone's here. I'd written this like whiteboard with like all these everyone's jobs, jobs. and so everyone's here doing jobs while I'm doing my course in Adelaide. <laughs> And they, like, messaging me, like, what about this? What about this? And I brought, like, the car back from Adelaide full of stuff. Um, and then so we literally finished putting everything together, like, the hour mm. before she arrived. Um, But, yeah, that's timing for you. I introduced another, um, uh, I guess, avenue in the midst yeah, of the business, in the- starting with my Pilates. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, we finally got it all ready. Side note, so... I worked for my brother's plumbing business, and we'd spent all of this time, you know, getting the vista ready. And my brother had said to me, um, you know, like she'd arrived, and my oh. brother said to me the next day, like, "Oh, morgs, like imagine if she had no hot water." And I was like, no "This is a way like, you know, we've tested the shower. Like he came over, and we'd tested all the hot water, and that was all fine. Um, and then so they literally stayed for three nights, four days. They had pip. <laughs> who was, like, this beautiful little bubba, but baba. she was only about seven, eight months around then when they stayed. So basically had a newborn baby. And then, yeah, so it's we launched in July, so they're here, freezing cold. And then when she leaves, obviously, like, she stayed and they're incredible. Um, and, you know, on her sort of departing message, she threw in a little comment that, by the way, we've had no hot water the whole time we were here. And my heart just, oh. sunk, no. like, I rang my brother and I was like, you would not believe this, like far out. They'd been boiling the kettle and like putting it in the bath <laughs> for the baby. And I was like, ah, like I could have just let me know. We can uh, yeah. that in about two seconds. But, oh well. So that was probably as well, like one of those little business learners that we're yeah. at hot water service went and um, we got gas. So yes, yeah, so it just... <laughs> Been a learning curve. Learning, Um, learning, 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 yeah. A little side note.
0: Yeah, yeah. I will add in here because one thing that I particularly remember about this time because leading up to it, obviously, I still remember that moment where you finally let me into the bloody building. Yes. (laughs) Finally, she's letting me have a look. But, like, how bittersweet that moment was, like, when you finally got to, like, actually invite yeah. people in and show them um all your hard work and like it was so special I remember it was just a special time
1: it definitely was yeah I mean to yeah. like anyone like an outsider who hears like yes yeah, starting an Airbnb you know doing a reno and whatever it just you know doesn't seem very exciting but it really we really put so much effort into making it everything that I dreamed and planned of it to be. Yeah, and I think finally having people here, and then obviously once the lease stayed, then bookings started coming in, and even now when you get a booking, like you do a little dance on the inside because you're yeah, like, someone exciting. wants to come and experience what I've, what I've um created. So yeah, yes, that's like other small business owners as well.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, and I I do remember like in that time because we were frantic trying to like get everything ready before lease day. Not in, like obviously the Reno, but um, the
1: document like the, the documents, the
0: stationery yeah, the getting printed, and the website. I remember actually, I remember I don't even know how close it was. I just remember it was being it was really close before Elise stayed. Um, we needed to get get in and get some photos done for the website and for your Instagram. Yeah. And like, and you had no idea what was going on in my life. But remember, I was, I had found out I was pregnant. Um, And And I didn't know
1: this. You didn't know
0: because I hadn't told anybody, not even my parents. And then it was the day that we had scheduled in to do the photos on the Friday where I was, I no, it was the day before I think I started bleeding. And I was just starting to experience that miscarriage. And but we had to take these photos for the vista the next day because oh it was my the God, only opportunity. And I just had no idea, it's and like
1: you, like you had, had no idea. To be here at like this time, yeah, and these it was photos so hard. And I had no idea what you're going through.
0: I know it was it was so hard, but like at the same time, I'm like I felt so much guilt because I'm like I should tell you, but I don't want you to feel bad about like
1: because I was on this high, high. You were on this high, high, high and I was on <laughs> in this
0: incredible low. <laughs> I oh.
1: was just like, well,
0: it was such a tricky time because I wanted to tell you, but I hadn't told literally my mom or dad yet. Like I hadn't told anybody yet and I didn't want to bring you down. Like I didn't want you to feel guilt or bring you down. Cause you were in this like peak of like getting these photos, getting the launch releases coming, like, and oh, you had no brain capacity left to process and <laughs> that stage oh, as well. God. So I just remember having—I just came in, I got those photos done because I'm like, there's no opportunity. But I just remember yeah. that being really hard, and I waited for you to like come back down off that like launch high. Yeah, I yeah. Told Literally
1: you. the the day Elise left, you come yeah. over oh, to oh, that's a debrief. Right. Um, yeah, a debrief after everything, and then that's when I found out. Then yeah, I told died. you in the semester.
0: Yeah, it was shit, wasn't it? It was so shit. Mm. But, but it was good. It was all. It was such a weird time. Hey, I guess
1: without, yeah. Yeah, we wouldn't be. You wouldn't be here with beautiful little bee. Little and, bee. Yeah.
0: yeah so all
1: the all part of the story it is
0: all a part of the story. Like I still remember every time I look at that photo that I took of like a selfie in the mirror. Remember that one? Yes,
1: it would bring back memories. Yeah. Really every time I see
0: that, I just see this girl that was just like just processing. <laughs> that I was, like, yeah. not pregnant, pregnant, but not pregnant anymore, bleeding. It was, like, but then I was also excited because you were launching and, like, all this was finally happening and we're finally, like, getting to see the River Vista hit public yeah. eyes. It was just so – but, like, I it's mean, not the truth is... about, like, it might seem all glamorous on the outside, like, all this exciting yeah. stuff, but there's always so much stuff going on in the background.
1: Definitely. And, I mean, that's, yeah, basically probably where um... –
0: both of our stories really Us. transition yeah. into Tick. others. <laughs> Tick, Mr. Next. What's next? <laughs> All right. All right. So, yeah, leading into that perfect segue really, um, motherhood time. So, yeah, that was so you launched in oh. January, May, January. whenever. No, for, no, no,
1: no, 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 July. Oh, no, what am
0: I, July? My mum brain doesn't like <laughs> July, sorry, May, yeah, June. Yeah, May was when I felt. It was all sort of. Then I've had a yeah. miscarriage. Yeah, that was July. So you launched in July. Yeah. Then, and this oh, is yeah. 2021, by the way, um, isn't it? Yeah, it's 2021. Yeah. 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 So pretty much you kind of started to get your rhythm with the River Vista, figuring out um, the logistics of. Cleaning, Just, and like... Like
1: that working full time, yes. Yeah, yeah. so I was working at the office, um, which it's is in Bury, only about five minutes down the road, and then, yeah, checkout was at 11. And so, I mean, we were super lucky we launched around COVID, so we literally were booked out every day. So, I was turning it over, leaving work, ducking home. So grateful that, um, mm. Nick and Riley let me be so flexible. I would rush home to be home right on 11, do you know at that time as well you're spending so much love making sure everything is perfect it was taking me you know three hours to do the turnover and then I was racing back to work for the afternoon yeah. um yeah that was um, the joys of the joys of doing that definitely yeah. um not as glamorous as it may have seemed but yeah um yeah so that was yeah July um and then yeah, I need a date check back in with you. When did um when so, when you find out about B?
0: Yeah, so pretty much.
1: Hang on, I also think we should jump in and yeah. um like I was obsessed with Beyond the Bump podcast. Yeah, shout um, out to Beyond the Bump. We
0: we love Beyond the Bump. <laughs> shout out to Sophie and like, Jade.
1: And I, I think we are quite young, but I was always, you know, I didn't feel yeah. too young and I was always just yeah, I even one of my girlfriends, Shami, you know, she's a few years older than me and I put her on to be on the bum. I was like, you have to start listening to this yeah. podcast. Like, it's incredible. Yeah. It's everything about pregnancy and I think because we,
0: and- we always knew we wanted babies. We didn't know when, but we, like, were so fascinated, like, just starting to, like, learn about the actual – everything related yeah, to pregnancy well, well, everything
1: that goes around and, pregnancy
0: yeah yeah we're like so fascinated um, by it so we're just like <laughs> I don't know about you but like anytime like I was playing my podcast out like and it, well even if it was Australian birth stories oh, or whatever yeah. it was I'd be like don't let Drew here because he's like I <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> think that yeah, was, he was just he like always getting my car and he's like why is she listening to this guy? why are like, you listening like, to this oh, absolutely <laughs> loved it um and then obviously Yeah, once, yeah, I think I sort of obviously went through that time with the Vista and everything and then once I sort of had thought about the idea of bringing up a little mini person in this work, like in our little world and everything we've created and, uh, you know, having them experience the same thing as we did in our childhood, it was just like I just have to do, it just has to happen.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, October was when I found out, I think, I got you over, we're going to do something with the Vista in my office or something oh we doing my something God, yeah of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I had popped my pregnancy test in the drawer next to you and I got you to open it and told told yeah, you I was pregnant I
1: just that died. was so it was funny pissed.
0: that was so fun and then yeah it feels I was like
1: a lifetime ago it does doesn't it
0: yeah and that was yeah we're still talking about River stuff getting excited about the next people staying and all of that sort of stuff and then Yep. when was it November you told me Maybe? Yeah, yeah yeah literally
1: I mean I don't know the exact date but probably yeah only about a month after you told me oh yeah I told you
0: yeah that's right because so yeah. I remember like I kind of thought you might have been keen and remember we went to Rosto and you're like oh my period's come and I'm like damn it <laughs>
1: like <laughs> yeah it was crazy and it's also like you know these days we'd be on the bump, and with you know social media and everything you you know are exposed to people's stories about their journeys and how long it can take and bloody hell we yeah we're super super lucky yeah Um, so lucky so quickly with both of us yeah Um, but you know that just into the chapter of then, yeah. um, being pregnant, everything sort of. I, I don't, I'm kind actually around. You have morning sickness, I was just, like, I was, so yeah, I was tired. Sick. Yeah, I was so tired, and my mum was helping me clean. And then, house the for timing, um, in October, yeah, so right around October, um, we uh, purchased a property down the road, Riverbush Cottages, which is like a second accommodation property with four other cottages on it. all of the time of just launching vista falling pregnant our families didn't even know that we were pregnant when we bought the second place and so then it was sort of like whoa Whoa. what now like you, what now i might start a pilates studio (laughs) Yeah, you've just taken on this whole second property. So my mum was helping. There was so much cleaning and oh, whatnot. And then I'd yes. already had the plans with Hannah to um, start up a second balance movement in Renmark. Yes. So I was a bit petrified to tell her that I was pregnant because we'd already made Plan all these that plans out. and started our company for that.
0: Yeah. So,
1: yeah, it went from zero to having a little bit on, not a little zero, bit. but... Yeah, to coming back and finding my feet. And then, yeah, oh. Vista, Second Property, Pilates Studio, all sort of it just, happened at yeah. the same time.
0: Yeah, insane. Yeah. So, yeah, you had worked on this Pilates Studio idea and you were like it just so happened that the launch was going to be pretty much around the same time is money was due <laughs> yeah birth <laughs> oh, which was yeah, like so the
1: timing was crazy yeah, I mean we was. had to do a little bit of renovation of renovations with that as well yeah. um and then yeah our planned launch date was sort of technically Harmony would have been two weeks old or something something like that. um and so luckily Hannah was amazing and actually did work in our favor that we pushed it back to launch Pilates when Moni was six around six, six weeks old six, yeah um so yeah there's videos it's quite bittersweet of um yeah. yeah in the studio doing you know whatever whatever I was doing you know like jobs with renovating with a little mm-hmm. yeah with my arty um arty pope or auntie poppy I have no idea how to say that with my carrier on with Moni tucked up in there Moni lived in the, car, well, lived
0: the carrier while busy mama more to do her
1: thing she lived at the studio um, yeah. my partner Sam as soon as we got back after Harmony was born on day one that we got home he was back at work so um yeah I was just sort yeah. of feeling I sometimes joked back then that I was like a single mum trying <laughs> to like to learn how to be a mum, but then
2: also running run so businesses
1: that I'd just taken on um while he was working in his business as well so it was a it was a busy time, but yeah I think yeah, Wani Moo fitted in um, fitted in perfectly. Yeah. And then in the
0: background you had you had the River Vista all sorted, you kind of like well, sort of, you were pretty much you had a cleaner and everything. So you kind of dialed in with running that now so you could kind of be a bit more yeah. hands off. Everything was running, you had made your little learnings and learned what you needed to do with the cleaning side of things and the turnover and all of yeah, that so you could kind
1: of housekeeper there who um, yeah. takes care of that side of things for That's me That's right yeah um and then yeah river Bush as well we have a beautiful property manager there and um yeah uh, housekeeping team there and then yeah um working through the pilates setup and startup and yeah i remember looking back on the day of the launch um you know my alarm i had to be there at, you know our first class was at seven and so i was trying to work out still breastfeeding harmony obviously she's well, not obviously but i was yeah, breastfeeding yeah. harmony at that time and um yeah my alarm went off at five or something so i was trying to like work back to make sure i could be there and I yeah, put her in her little um, balance movement, tiny little body yeah, suit, right. wrapped her up and took her in there with me. And then I was taking the first class of the morning. So my partner Sam met us in there and he took yeah. her for a walk. While I took the class. And I had B um, in my
0: rap taking photos. Yeah. And, yeah. Taking photos. Eb's always
1: there. Um,
0: from um, I'm Morgan's Karen. little content gal.
1: <laughs> yeah, because Morgan has the ideas and the vision, but Morgan can't capture it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Can we take a back step, though, before money was born, leading up to birth and like how you were feeling about all of that? I remember you having nightmares about people watching you in birth and stuff
1: oh my god yeah some wild had like the so most like,
0: wild like dreams at night i was about.
1: having some pretty crazy dreams and i think i mean someone probably listening like they have a meeting morgan but basically one of them was like <laughs> i was in labor and you know on friday nights you get takeaway and you um you, know, you sort of hang out and watch tv or whatever with your takeaway well my dream was that I was in labor and everyone had gone to get their Friday night takeaway and they had come in to like watch the birth. And so it wasn't even people that I really knew. It was just like, Members you, of the public and you explained rolling. to me
0: you're like in my dream there was like this glass window like in my hospital room and everyone just it, like watched
1: everyone was just sitting there and I remember getting so angry at Sam and I was like like they need to leave like totally losing my oh. mind and then he ended up leaving because he was like you're angry like I don't want to be here when you're <laughs> angry and I was like You're the last person that needs to leave um
0: pregnancy dreams oh my god wow. but um funny but yeah how are you like feeling about approaching that time especially with the Pilates stuff like
1: well at around um 32 weeks around then I had decided on a planned induction I um I had a meeting or an appointment with my obstetrician and he had said you know so like you're patient like we're waiting for this baby and I sort of was a little bit thrown off. I was sort of like, well, yeah, you know, like mm-hmm. there hadn't been any talks throughout the journey of having a plant cesarean. Like, yes, that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And then it actually only just clicked on my drive back to the Riverland. I was like, ah, oh, he probably meant like an induction, I think, or somehow I realised what he was talking about. And then I thought, gosh, like that that will work in with what we need to do quite well because um, with Sam's work, he really needed to... Um, you know he's always needed so he really needed to be working right up into the lead up as well and then obviously trying to get everything organized for pilates um working at coon um and whatnot i sort of thought that's going to work really well so basically um we worked out a date that we would head in for our planned induction and then we could sort of work around that so We had to throw off the family because typically you have to be in Adelaide around two, three weeks before your due date. Um, So I was sort of just saying to them, oh, you know, I'm not heading down yet. I'm going to go down tomorrow or the next day. And I just kept sort of pushing them back. Yeah, And then... yeah, basically, I went up there. I took my laptop and I was frantically trying to do all the last minute things, even to the point of like, on this, I had told the, the, the um, plumbers they needed to have their timesheets in on Sunday night because, and they were probably thinking, like, why does she need them in on Sunday night? But we always do them on Mondays. And I was like, I need them in. And, you know, one of them hadn't put it in. And so it's like, I'm going to the hospital at nine o'clock tonight to be induced. And it's like 8.30 and they haven't put in their timesheet. And I'm messaging them like, where's your timesheet? I need to pay you. Because if I don't pay you tonight, you're not getting paid for like a few weeks. (laughs) Um, So, you know, it was okay. I did spend quite a bit of time trying to really get everything that I needed to do. Um, It was sort of at the end of financial year as well. So I sort of had to um had my ducks in a row before yeah the induction at the start of July um so you know I was feeling okay it was just
0: yeah yeah Um, you're I think you're used to and you love like you seem to thrive living in that like there's just a lot going on and you're so happy like doing this for that person and helping there and doing this like you you're a busy girl but you seem to thrive in that busy life
1: I mean, I think so. And I think another thing that I describe to people sometimes is like um, that it is a way, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. I can, you know, the to-do list is always so long, but you, I said to my partner the other day, I was like, how do you do it without getting so flustered? Like, cause yeah. I let the, I, get flustered. I sort of let it get to me sometimes. Yeah. In um, the big picture, you know, Morgan, like you don't really have too much to worry about, but. I do let it get to me sometimes and I'm like, what am I doing? You know, I've got this, all of these things to do and like this and this and I haven't even done that and, yeah. you know, like you can get really flustered and then it's literally like a wave. Then the next day yeah. I'm like, I've got this, like, wow, I'm so yeah. under control, like I should, you know, think about studying or taking on something else And then, and then like, yeah, it's just continuously up and down, like flustered, then not.
0: Yeah, speaking of something else what's next <laughs> what's happening Morgie what's Morgan doing now
1: uh, uh with what Lord, I have started studying is that what you're alluding to yeah no, no, no. So Morgie's I like
0: I haven't got enough on my plate I'm going to
1: no well yeah I've just began starting uh studying in accounting I'm doing a bachelor of accounting online yeah. you have always um, said which... that this
0: is something you wanted to do
1: yeah, I mean, looping back to that advice, someone had said, do you know, that yeah. you should go and do that. And, you know, around 10 years or however long ago, I said, like, why would I want to do that? I just want to make money and move forward. And so I've sort of gone through that with Startup at the Vista and got that sort of business insight. And now it's like, hang on, that background knowledge to why I do things certain ways and being able to analyse things and, you know, have that um background behind me would actually be very, very helpful in everything i'm doing now but also moving forward so here yeah. i am i've come full circle i'm full circle um, but yeah i mean yeah so, far, so tell so us
0: so obviously Moni was born when was Moni born july july Eleven. so she's nine nine months today nine months nine months today happy nine months gorgeous Moni. um and how have you found like just motherhood in general aside from work tell us about I mean, your best motherhood
1: experience yeah the best thing ever um yeah I'm not really even sure how I would describe it it's just like from the moment they're born obviously you know like you really start to understand why your parents love you so much and care about you and yeah whatever not like yeah you're already Well, I don't know about you, but me, I'm just Mm. already worrying about her being 18 or like being in a car (laughs) with other people, you know, like, yeah, it's just your mindset just changes. Your perspective also just changes like time is just so precious and you just see them growing so quickly. And so it's like, you know, in hindsight, um, yeah, I mean, I don't really know how to describe it. It's just so much fun that it's your little person and, um, yeah. They just make everything incredible. Really, they We're do. More so, money sort of fits in with everything. She hasn't had a choice really since yeah. um, being a few weeks old. Being dressed, she's been very cooperative,
0: hasn't she? She's been very cooperative <laughs> with <laughs> with I mean, the lifestyle. She's
1: Sometimes she squawks and tells me, like, mum, I do not want to be doing this. But, yeah, um, yeah, no, it's so much fun to share, I guess, fit her into our life and what we're doing and take her out in the boat and still do things that we love doing. Like we took her to the races. Sam was um, (laughs) driving the race car at the Adelaide Motorsport Festival the other day and Moni's there in the carrier with her earmuffs on. And it's just fun to, yeah, I mean, it makes things a little bit harder, don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. everything's a little bit harder and yeah I think like my savior when she was born was the carrier I would
0: yeah she um, she loved the carrier like,
1: yeah my my I still had my you know responsibilities with Coon and what I needed to do there so, the plumbing business so I still um I would yeah. put her in the carrier and that was sort of my work time I I, I don't have a stand-up yeah. desk so I had her like our cot has like the change mat on top on of the, the top box. I would Put my laptop on the change table, and that was like my stand up desk. And yeah. with her in the carrier, that was like my work time when I could guarantee that she was going to have a nap in the early days. Yeah, um, I'm also oh. super super lucky to have so much family support. And um, my yeah. mother in law Sam's mum had harmony from quite a young age when I took um, Pilates classes. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's also been it's been a blessing as well because Harmony has such good relationships with her nanny and like with my mom and yeah everyone she will sort of go to when I say anyone like those people who have built those yeah. relationships with her yeah um, so yeah it's and she's and she's always yeah. taken a
0: bottle as well so feeding has been fine with Mon
1: yeah yeah um and then just a little side note. Sort of similar to probably, um, you know, juggling the whole work side of it with having a baby like my mum. It's funny looking back on it. When I was, like, I was bigger than Harmony. I wasn't a newborn, but (laughs) my mum definitely had to have me in childcare quite early. She had her own business, um, dance studio. Anyway, that's another story. that's another story. Basically, um, my mum, yeah, had the dance studio and then she was she'd studied at uni a bachelor of arts to become the dance teacher and then later on when I was you know three or so we lived down in Mount Gambia. and she would she started studying teaching and so three times a week she would drive to Adelaide in the morning with me in the car she would drop me at a child care in Adelaide while she went to uni for the day she would then pick me up after uni and drive home that night three times a week and so I'm sort of like Morgan like you're fine like you know you can do this with a baby so yeah people do all sorts of crazy things like Mm -hmm. what people are capable of and
0: what mamas are capable
1: of of. yeah I mean imagine having a normal work day now with the efficiency that you have I know now being a mum wow you it really can, does you just make you like make things. the most of like
0: every minute you have with your hands on a keyboard you just don't waste your time do you yeah no
1: no procrastination like there no used
0: to yeah if you want a cure for procrastination <laughs> just have a baby you just oh, get yeah. in and get shit done whenever you can yeah <laughs> I think uh, for me even like it's almost like it's it's a good thing. It's a good thing that like it's more efficient. But sometimes I just make decisions way too quickly, and you just like <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Did I like, say no, that? I should have read that email a few more
1: times before <laughs> yeah. I actually send.
0: Yeah, yeah. No. Oh my goodness. Okay. So yeah. Now at the moment you're running, running River Vista. You're yep. running Pilates studio, and you're doing some classes there to, as well. You're yep. also still at the plumbing biz doing a yeah. bit there. You've got a more you've got a bit more help though than at the start, yeah. don't you, with that stuff. Definitely. Yeah. Um and now you're studying as yeah. well. And you're yeah. mothering. You are incredible.
1: Oh, oh stop it again. You are
0: Jesus. Bring That's it back amazing. to
1: the bring it back to the waves, some overwhelm and then yeah. some handle on things. It's just yeah. yeah, it's definitely a juggle, but yeah. It's so much fun. Yeah. I wonder what Moni will think and if, you know, when when she's a little bit grown up, she'll be like, what? Like what is the go with my parents? Like, <laughs> my dad's never home. If I want to hang out with my dad, I have to go and like drive a tractor or something and, <laughs> yeah, but no, it's good. I guess they're brought up with it. And Yeah, Mon, Mon will be running
0: shit. a kid's Pilates class before you know it.
1: She'll be doing something amazing, I'm sure.
0: Yeah you About like now I mean I've always known that you've been a busy woman but I'm like fire out you're actually fucking busy
1: <laughs> I mean but then I actually had a nice little um reality not reality check but you know a little learning the other day I met some really cool people um at the Formula One and they have a sort of Australia-wide transport company And it was really cool to listen to them and to sort of hear, you know, they were just, they were so happy to be there and they were so amazing to meet. But then they, you know, they sort of said, yeah, we have the transport company and whatever not. Later on, I learned that, you know, they have like nearly a thousand employees and like hundreds of trucks on the road every day. And I just sort of checked back in and I was like, in the scheme of things, Morgan, you have yourself to worry about harmony, your family, and then these Couple of things, and yeah, mm. your to do lists and checklists might be overwhelming, but you know, and yeah. at the end of the day, don't get overwhelmed because there there are people doing a lot more, a lot more. Um, and like learning so much along the way. Um, so yeah, it's um, yeah nice to check back in and be like things are actually fine.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and I think and- I think for you as well with the things that you've taken on, they're things that you genuinely. Enjoy too, like it fills up your yeah. cup, yeah. Like yeah. different if you were going to the mines. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, like Absolutely. I think that's one thing that I've I feel like I've realized more and more is that like work isn't just to make money anymore. It's like this passion. Yeah. It's it's this release of motherhood. Like we like I love being a mum, and it's just absolute best. I want to spend so much time with Barb, like barley, but as well getting to just take a step out of that for a moment and just spend time working on our little passions, big, big passions. Um, yeah. And these things, it Learning. fills up our cup. Yeah, and getting to grow and still have that um, personal identity, like away yeah, from motherhood yeah. is just yeah. as important as making a living as well. Yeah, Yeah. Sure. yeah. Speaking of, favourite part of motherhood so far?
1: Oh, Favorite part of motherhood that's a I don't know how do people usually answer that question I would say probably you know you've got this little person with the person you love and just like Mm. having her in our house and a part of our life obviously you see the person you love become a whole new person as well so it's probably as well just seeing Sam become a dad and yeah having this little soft squishy thing to cuddle and smile and yeah, that's that's probably the best part. is it's just the best. your life changing that little bit more to have more love in it and more fun in it. And, yeah, yeah,
0: it's just the best. And how go to think about the future? What do you want Mon and and future bubbers? What do you want Mon and future bubbers to remember, like their child ha- like childhood as, and like how how you want them to remember you as a mama?
1: Oh, yeah, very cool. Um. I actually when Harmony was little when you know we walk outside. Yeah. I'm like, do you know how lucky you are? Like look around. Like
0: <laughs> <laughs> You live at the River you know, Mr. Honey. <laughs> I'm like,
1: you are <laughs> so so lucky. And Sam's like, she'll never know. Like this is yeah, just normal for the her. Normal. She's never gonna I'm sure she'll learn to be super grateful one day. But I yeah. think um yeah, what do I want her to sort of remember is just um probably hard like working hard like if she, you know if she whatever she chooses to do at the yeah. moment it's looking like she'll be a some sort of tractor operator <laughs> with my dad um because she is loving that um but basically whatever you want to do if you yeah give it your all and be a bit yeah. of a go getter and whatever yeah. yeah you'll be rewarded in the long run if you um yeah working hard and that's sort of what we definitely want to teach her is that everything's not um, so glamorous, but, yeah, chipping away and, and working hard, definitely instilling those values in her, a bit of character building from my dad, some resilience. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, no, she'll grow into, into a beautiful little girl. Um, yeah, what do you I want her to, her. like,
0: what do you want her to know about, like, what she can achieve? Like, what do you want to know about, like, what do you want her to know in regards to, like, having a career and stuff?
1: I guess that she can really do anything and Mm. that if she works hard, she'll be rewarded like, and Mm. things, you know, like if you can, yeah, chip away at at little things and, you know, she will be able to go incredible places and do incredible things, but you've got to sort of put your, I don't know, step out of your comfort zone, I guess, and do whatever she wants to do. That's a a hard question. What would you say? What would you say if someone asked you?
0: Oh, I think, yeah, I I reckon probably a lot of us would be the same as business owners. We just want our kids to know that they can do anything aside from the normal, you know, like the normal careers, not that there's anything wrong with average normal careers. But I think us That's growing sure. up, it's probably, well, for me anyway, I'm like, it wasn't something that I seen it wasn't something that my parents did or wasn't anything that I saw of people around me just going and doing whatever the heck they wanted and trusting their own creativity. But like, I think that's probably for me, I just want B to like know that she can, whatever she wants to do, whatever she's passionate about, she should just follow that and make sure that what she's doing each and every day, like of her work life, she should be doing something that she enjoys not just something to, to do that is yeah, so sucking. Yeah,
1: we're going to send you picking almonds with the yeah. international debate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, and i think yeah that is a nice little reminder like you know uh, to also just know that we have her back and we're going to yeah. her through whatever she wants to do like my mum giving me the confidence to just be like okay so where do you want to work oh I, I wouldn't you know i wouldn't yeah. mind working at the jeweler okay we'll ring them you know put your yeah. foot out there don't just sort of sit back and think no, Hope I, for mean, the best. I did that for a very long time but yeah yeah you know, but... just put yourself out there and um yeah you'll go a long way
0: and How much would you say, like, you work each day? Like, what would like the day? I mean, every day looks different in Morgan's life, but like, when do you yeah, get work day, done in her yeah, nap every times? Every day
1: looks quite different. Um, Moni has some set nap times. I am pretty uh, lucky, like, on Tuesdays today, we're doing the recording. Is my um, like, I take Pilates class in the morning. Yeah. So, Alex, um, my mother in law has Harmony all day on Tuesdays, and that's my day to like do the Pilates Pilates class and then I come home and do everything like the wages and Mm. emails and try and work through as much work as I can on a Tuesday. Um, And then just recently I've had um, some more help from a younger girl who comes sort of a couple of mornings a week so that I can head out and do some exercise and um, do some emails as well so I can sort of try and stay on top of that side of of things and some little admin jobs. Um, and then Thursdays is um study uni day, so that'll sort of be my time to work on what I need to do for that side growing. of things. And then yeah. on my other days, I try and yeah, if Harmony's with me, uh, she has quite a set nap time, so when she's awake, we what are like, we doing? We're going to a Rosto, or yeah. we're just you know, hanging out at home, going to swimming lessons, valley Swim nebs. Yeah, um, and then yeah, as soon as she goes to sleep, I mean, I wish I. It's not that I wish, but you know, um, in nap time, if you had nothing else to do, you could rest. But as soon <laughs> as she's in bed, I literally just jump straight back on the computer and try make and make the most up of every minute.
0: Yeah, yeah. So make yeah. right, most
1: of nap time, and then luckily she goes to bed quite early. So if there is anything else I need to do, I can do it when she's nighttime. gone to bed. Um, yeah. Then it is also you know, that juggle of when she is awake, I do know that time is so precious and I yeah. need to, you know, like enjoy be her so present yeah. and enjoy her because one day we're not going to have that time and yeah. whatever not, but then it is just hanging over the back of your head. You know, you'll see a notification pop up on your phone and someone Yeah, something or, I think and that's and the pinnacle
0: of like, like pros and cons of being a business owner though. Like there are so many pros of like doing your own thing, but there's also yeah the the concept of you just can't switch off it doesn't matter if you try and you put all the things in place to switch off it's just it's very hard because there's always there's always emails there's always people asking wanting yeah yeah and
1: but, just that overhanging list as well of things that you would like to be doing would like in to the do head, yeah like yeah future plans of the business or just things that need to be done that done yeah, yeah. That you're not getting to but It's like vicious,
0: yeah, it's a vicious cycle of, like, just wanting to, like, wanting to be present and for that moment to never end because you just know that these little girls aren't going to be little for very long. But then also battling with, like, this inner (laughs) entrepreneur. You just, like,
1: want to do this,
0: want to do that, go to sleep so I can do this. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. And, yeah, Moni, she does not like. She loves the keyboard. If she comes into the office, she yeah do, do, She'll she'll eat the paper, but no, yeah. no, we didn't have it any other way. It's any other way? Very, very lucky to do what we do and be able so to juggle lucky. it and spend so much time with our precious little people.
0: Yeah, oh, so precious. So, so in yeah. wrapping it up, um, future plans, businesses, Vista. What's the what's the future look like? that you're able um, to share
1: definitely for the vista so the vista now we're coming up to nearly two years um we're looking hopefully we'll have a pool installed soon yay well you always had yeah, a vision yeah, for a pool. in the plans um yeah. so yeah cliffside Paul will definitely take it to the next level I think it's yeah it's incredible in winter with the fire pit uh, yeah if you look us up on socials you'll see like that's our sort of iconic little cliffside fire pit area which is incredible yeah. to, but to be able to have something for the summer as well yeah Um, with the pool all year round and that will be just magic um so can't wait for that and then we're also about to launch weddings at the river this oh yes that's right yeah already had so many inquiries since launching but i just kept saying no like i didn't want to worry about that side of it we're located on the side of a cliff but um yeah we've just recently hosted our first one which um Shout out to Jasmine and Roy, the Mazinos. They recently got married here a couple of weekends ago and that was just absolutely magic. So yeah, yeah, we're definitely hoping to um host some more of those at the property if we're lucky enough to. Yeah. Um and then yeah, I mean Yay. that's where the heads out at the moment, try and focus on some study and Yeah. That's uh that's you're a
0: you're an incredible, incredible mama. You are. I think oh. you don't give yourself enough credit for how much you're achieving right now. It's crazy. Oh, it's,
1: it's all a part of it. But, yeah, it was yeah. pretty cool. I've got um, my girlfriend, Kate, who I mentioned before. She's like, you're 25. Like, you know, Yeah, it's so insane.
0: Much. It's insane. Look at what
1: you're doing. Yeah. So yeah. It's nice to have a reminder from other people, otherwise you can sort of get stuck in your own focusing yeah. on things and being overwhelmed by what you need to do. Um, you forget that yeah, yeah. You know, Achieving cool little things
0: cool big things yeah and if you could go back to like the 20 year old morgy and tell her about what the years to come would look like what would you tell her right now
1: oh my god honestly it sounds so cliche but i really am living my dream we have yes. just created such a beautiful little life and with a little money i don't think yeah i mean I'm, if you told me that when I was working underground in like real <laughs> lowest of lows down there um yeah but yeah I knew I knew it would all work out in the end and that I would do something incredible and start you know working on something that I love doing but it was just yeah in that moment of feeling so stuck so stuck
0: and clueless, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's just finding like that—that that real the hosting last class is a real turning point a for blessing. me. Blessing.
0: Yeah, shout out to that. Being
1: able to create something special and put my vision into yeah into the world.
0: It's incredible. Yeah. It's so good. And for those go from here, go from here. Yeah, for those who don't know the River Vista, what how would you describe the vibe of the Vista in three words?
1: Oh, oh, tough one, tough one. Um magical earthy sanctuary yeah yeah probably dreamy cliffside accommodation that's a bit yeah. uh, 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 obvious but
0: yeah, yeah it's a it's an experience it's I think bring, yeah
1: it's trying to bring the outside in, in um yeah and yeah make it's sort of the feeling that you get when you arrive and
0: yeah it's all in the it. experience it's, it's, the it's river its own little
1: it's own little world
0: own little oasis that is just okay, incredible
1: Ring cut,
0: Kelly. Yeah, come and stay. Stop. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, thank you. I think we've covered, like, a lot. I think we've done a good job yeah, of when capturing everything. Yeah, you sort
1: everything. of told me to maybe, you know, up to three hours of talking, I was like, does she really want to listen to me for that long like no one is going to listen to this episode
0: but I feel like you can't get deep if you're just trying to ca- like imagine trying to capture all of that in an hour like it just you wouldn't it just hit the surface like you wouldn't get any meat meat from wow that.
1: no I mean I'm so excited to listen to um all of your other beautiful interviews oh, no no well, so, so Guests on the too. pod I'm so guess proud the of you pod. thank you I can't wait to see where it takes you and
0: Yeah, Yeah. Morgs and I are like little sounding boards for each other, just sending each other (laughs) where what we're we're dreaming of next. And like for me, yeah, the podcast has been my my little project that I bombard her with questions with. So yeah, it's so cool. We I love I love that we get to share our little ventures with each other like this. We
1: couldn't have done it without you.
0: Oh. I had the best time working on the Vista. Like it was just like a dream project for a graphic designer. It was just so much fun, so oh. much fun, especially because your focus and like um, pair for the experience side of things because ev- anyone that knows me or has worked with me, I'm like gnarly about brand experience. Like it's a big piece to the branding puzzle and like I, you get that, you get that, and it just makes me yeah. so excited that like, oh. yeah, the Roo Vista experience is just like absolutely now, like it is designed down to the T. There is nothing that is I just mean, there accidental. There is like one
1: thing. There is one thing in the cottage that isn't branded. Like everything else is branded, Ooh. and you know what? There's two things. Um, actually, probably. Yeah, there's a a red can of mortine (laughs) in the cupboard, you know, like a can of spray, fly spray, but like everything other than that is is branded.
0: Color coded. It's all (laughs) it's all on brand. You will not find a font that doesn't exist in the brand suite. You will not Uh, find a colour apart from the mortine can that is not a (laughs) part of the Mr. Brand. (laughs) All right. Well, for those people who don't yet follow the river vista do you want to just plug plug all the things where they can Absolutely. find you in the vista and the pilates Yay.
1: so we are the river vista um so jump on over there
0: everyone has to have a look at like the beautiful cliff photos yeah,
1: have a little look because you really can't you can't comprehend our yeah where we are until you sort of see it um jump over to our website is the river and then, yeah, shout out if you have any questions. I'm um, hello at the revista.co. Um Come and yeah. stay. We come and stay. We'd love to have you. And then come and do some Pilates at Balance Movement while you're in, in town and grab a coffee at a Rosto. Yeah. And-
0: Swing um, us a message. Good. We'll catch up with you. Like, we will-, <laughs> <laughs> we will happily come and have a coffee with you if you come to the River Like, we'll do Pilates class. Like, we'll- let's do oh that.
1: Oh, my God. Stop let's it. do it. Sounds good.
0: So you've got a little code for anybody who wants to stay?
1: If any of Ev's amazing listeners would like to come and um, stay at the River Vista and experience our gosh. I feel like everyone is going to want to come and stay now because they're going to be like you two just, I mean, maybe not. Maybe it'll put them off. But um, if you would like to come and stay, you can use the code at thebusymama when booking on Airbnb. Or you can always email me and we can book you in directly. We would absolutely love Yay. you to experience our little cliffside stay. stay. Yeah,
0: I'll drop the details in the show notes and all the things. But um, thank you for sharing all the things, Morgie. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Busy Mama podcast. I am ever so grateful to have your listening ears with us today. Please leave a review and rate the show if you enjoyed listening. That would be so appreciated. And also don't forget to request a guest on our website if you have any particular busy mama in mind that you'd love to hear her story, her creation story of her business, of her babies, and of herself in general. Don't forget to follow along for more behind the scenes and extra goodness on Instagram, thebusymama.podcast. I'd also love to take a moment to thank Amity Music for letting me use their beautiful song, Letting Go. You guys are amazing. See you next week.